My name is Joseph Spencer. From May 1970 to October 1997, I served the United States government as a top secret operative, but not in a category that is commonly known or understood. I was known as a man in black. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate, where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate the reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 million by the year 2030. This meant finding a method or methods to wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One, toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet. I personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects to children is damage to their neurological development, among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. The AIDS virus, which was a designer byproduct of the American Disease Institute, was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. Right. Three, killing us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails, released into the skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. The effects of these toxins are severe and over time lethal, causing respiratory ailments, cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, Sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. If this isn't reversed soon, the human race will face early extinction. Now the grand finale. This is some scary shit. In 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado, I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar where a stealth bomber hovered only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused. Then Garris looked over at me and smiled, then asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course, what else could it be? I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, scientists had been developing holographic technology and over the years improved it to a state that we can only imagine. 
As I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it, I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft, witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale sky beam test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. In October 1938, Orson Welles unleashed his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. It was so realistically portrayed, vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate their cities in droves. America had been easily tricked by very simple means. To amplify this response, those who are truly in power, not only our country, but all the countries on the planet, and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process, have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell the gimmick. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people. They will be the new world order. Once this happens, we as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, then conquer this imposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching its final days. This afternoon, the Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will, sign a, will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda. I'm Rosa Corey, and I'm from the United States, California. And uh, my topic, what I speak about, is uh, one of the most vitally important issues of our age, and that is United Nations Agenda 21, Sustainable Development. And uh, as I'll be talking about tomorrow, it is the inventory and control plan. Inventory and control of all land, all water, all minerals, all plants, all animals, all construction, all means of production, all food, all energy, all information, and all human beings in the world. And this is a plan that was agreed to by 179 nations back in 1992. It's a United Nations plan. It's called the Agenda for the 21st Century. And so many of us around the world think that, um, well, sustainable development, it just sounds so great. Isn't it about recycling and creative reuse and uh, and creating energy and food resources for everyone? And the answer is no. 
It really is not. It's about moving populations into city centers, concentrated city centers, and clearing them out of the rural areas. So I became, um, I found out about it um, in a very unusual way, actually, because uh, I spent my career as a legal uh, witness, as an expert witness for the California Department of Transportation. I'm an expert in land use and land valuation. And uh, my specialty is in eminent domain valuation. So, of course, I was valuing property for the government so that the government could acquire that property for road projects. And what I found about 10 years ago, uh, around uh, or 10 or 13 years ago, uh, was that land actually, it was very difficult to say what it was worth because you couldn't know what people could do with it because they were being restricted from using their property. And as I explored that and found that it wasn't just in the San Francisco Bay Area where, uh, where I was working, it was in fact all across the nation and the world, I looked behind that and I found United Nations Agenda 21, Sustainable Development. We created the Post Sustainability Institute uh, in order to educate people about the economic, social, political, and environmental impacts of communitarianism on the world. And communitarianism is that, uh, that concept, that uh, social and political construct that says that the individual's rights should be balanced against the rights of the community. And of course, the community is that amorphous, uh, undefined community that we, you know, when we talk about community, we think we're, of course, part of it and that, you know, it's a positive thing. But really, community is, uh, is constructed. It's constructed of non-governmental organizations organizations, corporations, and government in order to dictate and regulate what it is that happens uh, around the world. And we as individuals have literally no influence on that unless we are in agreement with it. If you dissent against the community, against communitarian law or against communitarian uh, social tactics, you're rejected and uh, and basically uh, made a, an outcast. And that is something that uh, that we wanted to expose to the world. And the reason that uh, that we created the Post Sustainability Institute was in order to sue. Um, we sued our, our local government, and right now we're suing uh, up higher up in order to stop regional plans because regionalization is the stepping stone to globalization and globalization is the standardization of all systems. So that includes uh, water, law enforcement, uh, education, energy, all systems have to be brought into harmony.